Well, it's coming up to the festive season and there are some scams around. So we're going to look at scams that you should be aware of over the festive season and some steps you can take to protect yourself from them. We'll also have our weekly market update and we'll get our general overview of the market as well. Thursday, Finance on 2 and URFM. Stephen Pritchard, well, is the market settling down just a little bit now that the US elections are starting, the results are starting to get a bit clearer? Well, I think the market's actually... um going up and I'd suggest it's more to do with further announcements on the COVID vaccine than the the, um, the US US election election results. I mean... um, Yeah, that's certainly going to, if we have a vaccine, it's going to open things up quite a lot more, isn't it? um, It'll still take some time, though. Economically, business-wise, of course it will take time. But yeah, it is actually quite high at the moment, isn't it, the market? Um, Yes, the US market got to 30,000 which is the Dow Jones got to 30,000, which is all-time high. Yes, and our market's getting up there as our well. Our market's getting close to its all-time high as well. Wow, yes. Okay, yeah. oh, we like a record or two, don't we? Yes, we like a record. <laughs> especially. Um, if the gold price, um, because when things are going well, the gold price goes in the opposite direction. So um, it was down $124 an ounce the week to 2443 and the crude oil price was up $5.34 a barrel to $66.01. Um the Australian currency continues to strengthen, mm-hmm. which is uh, not what the Reserve Bank wants. But um, uh, we're up to the US dollar was um, the seventy three point six four cents uh, against the Great British Pound, we're fifty five point oh three pence, and against the Euro, we're sixty one point eight uh, Euro cents. So um, um, imports are becoming cheaper, our exports are becoming more expensive. Um, not what the Reserve Bank wants to hear, and that's one of the reasons they dropped interest rates. Um, and, of the, course, we can't travel to take advantage of a strong dollar. <laughs> we can't tra- Well, I, I understand you can actually travel if you leave the country for three months. Okay. Yeah, but um, mm. I, I wouldn't be inclined to travel. Mm. No, well, no. Um, for obvious reasons. For yeah. obvious reasons. Um, the All Ordinaries Index was up 145 points in the week, or two 2.1% to 6,887. Uh, the S&P 500 was up 47 points, which is 1.3% to 3,629. And the FTSE, the UK index, was up uh, 56 points to 6,391. So all, all those um, major indexes up around the world were up around the week. Around the world were up during the week, yeah. um, and some stocks. Um, BHP is, looks like it's heading towards $40 again. It was up $2.86 on the week to $39.37. Uh, CBA is back above $80. It's up $2.78. Uh, NIB is back above $5, up $0.17 cents in the week to $5.13. And Telstra was up $0.01 cents to $3.01. Um, the Fuel price in Newcastle unleaded a dollar fourteen point four a litre. Sydney a dollar thirty three point seven. Pleasing to see that for a change. Mm-hmm. Um, and the diesel price Newcastle dollar eighteen point nine, and in Sydney a dollar fourteen point five. So everyone's probably a little bit richer this week. Thursday finance on two and URFM our market update. And uh, Stephen Pritchard, we were talking earlier that uh, about the Dow Jones getting up around the thirty thousand mark. What's that due to? Um, I think principally the um, there was another announcement this week. Some other companies um, 
developed a, a coronavirus with a 90% efficiency rate. So, so we're now going to have a choice of three. Um, the latest two don't seem to require um, to be stored at ultra-cold temperatures like the first one. So I think, and uh, so also during the week, um, the Oxford one came out, which the Australian government's actually started to produce or having CSL to produce. Mm. Um, so, so Something talk- done locally is always good. They're talking mm. about March next year. It's going to be available to the uh, Australian public. So we're, st- we're still, we've still got, um, you know, you know a, and you need two doses, I think. Um, so you, you're still going to have a fair lead time before... Um, Things that even even the virus proves to be successful and gets past the last few tests, um, you're still yeah. you're, you're still going to be a year down the track before things start to get to back to a semblance of normal. So I think the market's pricing that in. And the interesting thing is the same thing. What's happening in the U.S. market is the high flying tech stocks, which were which were driving the market up there before. You know the Facebook and the Amazon and um, so called fangs uh, um, have started to fall as investors are moving back into the traditional the traditional what was the term real stocks that actually make and produce and sell physical goods now the same thing actually starts actually started to happen here a couple of weeks ago when the first um announcement of a a, a vaccine came out the the tech stocks all the tech retailer stocks all um dropped like kogan and Temple and webster and the traditional retailers and the bricks and mortar and the and the um, the retail landlord stocks such as Unibail they're up almost sixty percent. So so I think the market's saying um, Let's that traditional to, retail's yeah. far from dead, despite what some other people would let you believe. Oh, that's interesting. And, and I still find it hard to believe that 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 people are buying. Um, Lounge suites and stuff off, offline, without going without going to look at them. Uh, yeah, yeah, sitting on them is always a good idea, isn't yeah, it? And, yeah, and one of the big problems, of course, think. that doesn't get said about retailing online is 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 particularly fashion goods. I mean, you go you go and buy a, you know a shirt or a dress or whatever, and you know one manufacturer you buy uh, medium, and the other manufacturer you get that that doesn't fit, and 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 you have to buy. Large, so I understand what a number of people are doing are now buying three or four because they're all returned without obligation and without cost. And some of these online retailers have now got these large costs of processing the return goods and restocking them. And um, so, so the cost structure appears cheaper up front, but then you have to take into account all this return postage and mm-hmm. return stocking and uh, processing. So that that can add to the cost as well. So, oh, no, bigger cheese. Well, bigger bigger cheese is turning into a, a well, it's still called bigger cheese, and they probably should keep that name. But it's turning into quite a quite a large company. Um, they they um, bought um, oh, about eighteen months two years ago. Bought um, the uh, Vegemite business and back from um, Kraft, mm-hmm. and they also acquired the peanut butter business from Kraft. And Kraft, of course, um, then tried to come back into the Australian market and stop Bega from using the yellow lid on the peanut butter. So that went all the way high court and that came out recently and Bega's won that. Um, so they can continue to put their peanut butter in the yellow lid, which is what they paid for anyhow. And now now they've agreed to acquire the Lion Dairy and Drinks business, which owns a number of brands, including dairy farmers. Okay. Um, so Lion is a British company, is it? No, Japanese. A Japanese Japanese. Lion's an actually okay. Japanese company. So so they're buying their 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 
milk processing business and their drinks business, excluding the alcoholic drinks. Um, so, so Bega's actually buying the Australian farm bank, so to speak. Yeah. So they've announced um, to fund this, there's a details of a rights issue for the shareholders in Bega, um, and that, I think, comes out this week. So that's good to see an Australian company buy the... Yes. Buying some of the iconic brands back. Oh, that's always good. And while we're on buying and selling Myers, <laughs> um, yeah, my, I mean, this goes back to what we're saying. First, there, there seems to be a trend occurring from the uh, from the um, uh, online retailers back to the physical retailers. And Myers stock hit thirty seven cents this week. Um, basically, there's speculation that that um, Solomon is going to the endless speculation that Solomon is going to try to take the company over. And the other talk is that Myers actually turned around because of the the increased sales and now starting to occur through um, the bricks and mortar retailers. So. Uh, Okay. So that's interesting. To a new RFM's Thursday finance, our market update now. Stephen Pritchard, healthcare. So, Sol Pattinson's Washington yeah, H. Sol yeah, Pattinson's. Yeah, this was this was this was quite interesting because Sol Pattinson's is one of these companies that don't like to buy anything unless they get a bargain. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, aren't we all like that? <laughs> yes, but they they're quite disciplined in that. Don't like to buy anything unless they get a bargain. Yeah. Um, and so they've made a five hundred million fifty million dollar for Regus Healthcare. Now Regus Healthcare operates a lot of nursing homes and aged care facilities. Um, listed at about three fifty. The shares are down to about one dollar. It's not making any money or very little money compared to what everyone thinks it should make. So Sol Patterson's has made a, a, an offer for that. Predictably, the board said it's um, it's too cheap, but it's significantly above what the, the company was trading at. Um, one of the founding shareholders of it um, has said they're going to work with Souls to accept the offer. So Souls are probably going to succeed in buying this company on the cheap, I'd imagine. But it's nice. interesting because because none of these healthcare companies mm-hmm. or these aged care companies make make money mm-hmm. um, compared if they're making any money it's not sufficient on the capital invested and that's one of the reasons why they're trading so low um, but Souls has had this strategy if they wanted to go into upmarket um, retirement homes where they can charge more money um, so that might be part of this. Yes, I suppose mm. it's a logical thought. Mm. In the meantime, Ramsey Healthcare has oh, Ramsey, Ram- Ramsey, yeah, so this was interesting. So um, Ramsey Healthcare, um, during the COVID pandemic or whatever we had in Australia that closed down, um, raised some additional capital um, to shore up their balance sheet. Um, they were at the AGM all cheerful and uh, said they're going to expand their hospitals, and uh, but they can't tell when they're going to repay the dividends, uh, start paying their dividends again because they've been suspended. And the chairman said the usual thing, they were looking forward to returning dividends. And of course, one of the shareholders got up and I said, well, if you've got money to expand the hospitals, um, where's the dividends? Mm-hmm. And of course the Did they chairman, get an answer? <laughs> no, they, they didn't get an answer. But it is interesting that you know if the company's got money to expand, Expand their dividends, and they've done a expand their hospitals and done a capital raise. Why aren't they paying the dividends? I mean, mm. has the board has the board reduced its salary, as Henry would say? I suppose the answer is no. <laughs> um, and uh, Technology One, which is an IT company based out of uh, Brisbane, um, it's uh, on the opposite side of the coin. Its uh, profit rose eighty two point five percent. Sorry, eight percent to eighty-two point five million, and it's talking about paying a special dividend. 
So there are some companies that aren't suspending dividends and are paying special dividends. And also some technology companies. What what does Technology One do? Uh, It provides a lot of the systems that local governments use for development applications and a good customer base you good might customer say. large end enterprise solutions mm. i think that tech oh. yeah so okay i like that they're too. not they're not um, they're not usually used for um uh, sme businesses and yeah that's small to medium small enterprise small to medium enterprise yeah so the yes. large okay. end of town businesses <laughs> yeah so, yeah okay. so so and it's good that's based in it's good it's based in brisbane and started in brisbane yeah good for them and that's our market update for today to nurfm's thursday finance and stem pritchard it is the season to be merry and to be on your guard against scams. What are some of the ones doing the rounds at the moment? Well, I thought, according to the Australian Consumer and Competition Commission, um, Australians lost $634 million to scams in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually would have thought the number would be higher than that. But anyhow, Do you think it might be higher this year? I would year? have thought yeah. higher than that. So um, some of the ways you can protect yourself um, is um, use strong passwords. So um, when you've got passwords on your electronic banking, although that itself is becoming more sophisticated, that it forces you to use um, stronger passwords. Um, I I found that you're better off, um, instead of using passwords that are difficult to remember, um, and one of the advantages now wanting longer passwords is to use a sentence that you can remember. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, it's always easy. Yeah. Since we've started using longer passwords, and there was a bit of a groan to start with when I increased the minimum password length, um, but there's less in the firm. There's less. There's less um, problems with passwords now that the password mm-hmm. number is characters are sufficiently long that you can that you can have a, a small sentence. So the longer the password, the harder it is to crack. And if you have a small sentence like, you know, my car is red with black tyres or something. Or four black tyres, so black you get tires. the number. Yeah. <laughs> so, so use something that's easy to remember and sentences are technically are harder to, 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 to crack, you know. Yes. My grandchild's okay. middle name is... Yes. Yep. Yeah, and that way you get a, one of those uh, other characters in. Yeah, yeah, one of those the, other characters. So, so you one. need, and, yeah. and you know, one, two, three, four, or <laughs> your date of birth. And it's surprising. I saw some, how many people use passwords like one, two, three, four, or. Still. Yeah, oh. still. Um, and of course, one of the other things is computers. Um, you need to make sure you've got the antivirus software on there. Um, and the operating systems are up to date. Um, I saw this week um, in the financial review, which is one of the reasons I thought about um, one of the large institutions, um, someone emailed a, a fake Zoom link. They they clicked on that. It got into their email and sent out instructions to the custodian to transfer some money. And before people realised it was fake, a million dollars had disappeared. Um, so, you know... Make sure your virus software is up to date. Don't open emails that you don't know who they're from or not Even expecting. opening them is a problem. Even it can opening be them, a problem. yeah, that's that other ransomware software. It can just be done by opening them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then shop on secure websites. Um, basically, only shop on websites that you know who they are. Um, you, you know, 
uh, make sure that it's a real website. Um, make sure that um, it hasn't been just sent in a link to you. Sent in a link to you. <laughs> yeah, don't you, you take know. that one. Um, yeah. and, and one of the other things is um, avoid public Wi-Fi. Now, most people don't realise this. So, so if you go down to um, down to say Westfield at Katara, and they yeah. give you free Wi-Fi. I think David Jones does, and a lot of the stores give you free Wi-Fi. Um, and then if you log on to internet banking. Oh, that doesn't sound like a good mix. <laughs> yeah, so that free Wi-Fi is all unsecured. So anyone can log in and see what you're logging on to internet banking, for example. Yeah, for example, if you go to pay with something on your phone that involves connecting to your bank, could um, that be a problem? No, that's, that's probably okay because okay. that's different. Okay. That's okay, different. So, so if you want to use internet banking out in a public place, Use your phone, turn the internet connection off, and use the the use the um, the data da- on your phone. Use the phone data because that's a secure link. Okay. Now, what you're talking about, what you're talking about, paying with the phone, that's yeah. near chip technology. So, what what you've actually got there in your phone is the same as your credit card. There's a little chip in your credit card. Mm-hmm. The phone works exactly the same. There's a chip in your phone. It, it, that's different. Yes, it right. doesn't go through the public Wi-Fi. Excellent. But if you you log on the public Wi-Fi and just transfer some money from your account or your internet banking account to someone else, that's that's an unsecure transaction. Mm, and people can look that up. Yes. Yes. Um, to a new RFM's Thursday finance, looking at scams, especially this season, and some of these points, though, Stephen Pritchard, can be uh, really applicable to any time of the year. What uh, what about documents and getting rid of? Ah, uh, yes. Now these are, these are quite important. Uh, there's a lot of so-called identity theft going on, and and um, the, your home garbage bin, unfortunately, can be a source of documents that people um, go to. I mean, you know, for example, if you if you've got some shares and they're um, issuer sponsored, um, you've got an SRN number. Um, you, whoever gets that SNRN number can control that stock. So, so, and, and they can go to any broker with that SNRN number and basically, if they've got a bit of other ID, um, sell that stock. Whereas mm. the broker sponsored, they can only go to the one broker. So don't throw out your holder statements, mm-hmm. um, without, uh, you know, shredding them or ripping them up and burning the SRN number. Similarly, your bank, your bank statements have got you know, bank account details on, they've got transaction details, they've got your, your account number, your superannuation fund statement's got account number, um, your payroll's got your account number and bank details on often. Be very careful of what documents you just throw in the... You, you, you throw in the... In the bin. In the bin. In the rubbish. So the rubbish. Um, often window envelopes, of course, you get all sorts of things. They have a barcode, they have your name, they have your address, and that's really tantamount to your mm-hmm. identity, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And and one of the silliest things I ever see, which I can't believe, is, is when you ring up, you know, a lot of places you ring up and they want to do a check over the phone, the first thing they ask to confirm is your date and your date of birth. Mm-hmm. And what you've gone and done, you've put it on social media and everyone who looks up your Facebook account or your LinkedIn account or I'm not sure about Instagram, but um, uh, sees your date of birth. So don't put your date of birth on on. Mm. So at least don't put your real one on social media that everyone can view. Because you do yeah. have to for some of these some social of them. Well, media just, sites just put anything to on. prove that just you're... Just put anything on. Yeah, yeah, 
Okay. Um, and uh, bank account transactions, have a look at your bank statements or your online statements. Make sure there's no unauthorised transactions going through there. And, and, you know, if there's transactions there that you don't know the name of, um, mm-hmm. go to the bank and get a stop put on and get it investigated. So quite often when you do buy something, the uh, the, the vendor um, has got a name that you don't recognise from the shop. Uh, that's not uncommon. That's not uncommon, but you know, if you, you don't know what's from, out. go yeah. to the bank and put a stop for it. The vendors should put proper names. They should. Yeah. And, and if people force this to happen by making a whole lot of work, mm. Um, mm. yes, <laughs> you'll force it to happen. Yeah. Um, and request a credit uh, request a credit report. There's been numerous instances where people have applied. Taking these documents that we talked about earlier, um, you know, your payroll slip or your bank. Uh, statements or um, even your rates notice, gone down and got a loan in in in, um, mm. in your name and got the money, the only place it'll show up to start with is on your credit reference report. So you're entitled to one free uh, credit reference report uh, each year. So I'd encourage you to go and register and, and obtain that. With, I'm not um, sure it happens. And there's, uh, there's three major credit agencies. There's Dunlan Bradstreet, which I think just changed its name. Uh, Vita, which has also changed its name, but now just just type in credit reference agent <laughs> and go and get the three credit. Get that sorted and, out. And and when you go and do that, don't fall for the trick of um, if you pay this extra money, we'll get it to you in ten days or five days or something. Just wait for the ten days and get it for free because mm. um, mm. you're just paying for something they've got to give you anyhow. To and you are FM Thursday finance and the twelve scams of Christmas. Yes, Emily's put, Emily's put together Emily's twelve scams of Christmas. So, so we'll mention that to her. So anyhow, if, I don't know if we're going to get through them all. Okay, so holiday scams, um, getting emails from travel clubs and. You know, you can get cheap accommodation vouchers and the paying deposits for properties that, that really aren't existing. That's one of the latest things people are offering to rent properties and they, they just put photos up and, and you know. Um, be very careful about that. Be very Especially careful about accommodation. for the um, Christmas one, season. Yeah. One of the ways you can protect yourself is with this is to use a credit card. Uh-huh. Um, because a, a, you can go back to the bank and complain that it was a fraud and the, the bank can do something about it. But if you if you send funds, electronic transfer, or use your debit card, once the money's gone from your account, it's gone. Okay. So um, credit cards are different. Um, the, yeah. bank, the bank has got the power to, to undo those transactions. And things uh, like PayPal, I suppose, those intermediate. Yeah, I, I'm not sure about PayPal. Okay. You'd yeah. have to... Yeah, okay. But, but I, know, I know credit cards, but I do know if you send an EFT and it's a valid bank account, that money is gone and it's no one's, yeah. it's no one's problem except yours. Right. Um, flight booking scams, the same thing. People send you these emails for cheap flights and, you know, on companies you've never heard of. Uh, you go and book, you show up at the airport and the airline doesn't know anything about it. Um, once again, um, make sure that you, you're dealing with genuine people as much as you can do that. Um, and and where possible, pay with pay with credit cards. If they don't accept, you know, the mainstream credit cards, Visa, Mastercard, I can kind of understand why some people don't accept American Express. But if they don't accept Visa or or Mastercard, I wouldn't deal with them. Mm-hmm. Um, charity scams. Well, they're, they're, you know, this is this is one of the people go around and collect money door to door for charities. Um, they, you know, particularly at this time of the year, they want donations of money. Um, 
you know, try and get some ID off them. Um, but I'd be very reticent about giving mm. giving them any money unless you actually know where that money's going. Um, online shopping scams, the same type of thing, you know, specials on the internet, emailing to you from companies you've never heard of. You know, you've got 14 days to take this opportunity to, to buy this stuff, um, you know, especially if they want electronic funds transfers, mm. Um be very wary of all those. And, and I suppose time pressure is, is something yes, you can yes, resist. Yes, think that's, about that's right. Um, you know, the best protection for all this online stuff is to pay with a credit card, okay. a proper credit card, not mm. a debit card. Mm. Um, so, so, so first of all, the bank's going to try and vet the person before they give them a credit card facility anyhow. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, but you know, anyone can go in. Parcel delivery scams. Now, this is a classic. Um, um, I, I get them. You get this email, um, supposedly from Australia Post, saying your parcel's ready collection. Uh, just send us two dollars fifty or something or other. Um, you know what you do with them is you just push the delete button. Um, obviously, they they're working on a lot of people sending out probably hundreds of thousands and millions of these emails. Um, you've only got a few people to pay the $2.50, and it's too small for people to worry about going to the authorities when they discover it. I imagine that's the thing. Um, I've had them from, uh, supposedly from Australia Post, from DHL, uh, Federal Express. Um, you know, just delete all of that. Anyone who asks for money like that, just delete it. Um, social media, gift vouchers and free product scams, that's the same thing. You know, they want you, you know, they want you to register to get these free things. Often that's just a thing to get your, your your name and address and contact dealers and your date of birth. Avoid all that stuff. And as I said, don't put your date of birth in public areas. Sounds sensible advice. Thank you, Stephen Pritchard. Thanks, Jane. And keep safe till Christmas. We will see you next week. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com. <laughs>